0: the affair podcast of course i the umbrella black companies today i'm alone no i'm not alone sorry it's wrong it's wrong tanya kelly <laughs> no one else wanted to join for some reason so me and tanya just you know we're gonna go this alone today we're just going break down doors make it happen and uh yeah here we are welcome tanya how's it going
1: Go welcome thank you for having me Hey, yeah. we're just gonna
0: make it work yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm actually happy to have you here um actually it's really unfortunate because normally you would have been involved on the tuesday podcast like a set offline, line and then we have a video and everything but because you chose this day you've come to the thursday podcast which is just audio but don't worry i think i'm gonna get you on the tuesday one when you got time anyway so don't worry, yes,
1: I would yeah. love to come on Tuesday.
0: Yes, yeah. and we're all like, we're all having a laugh, and it's a actually a really good time. But today, we we'll just talk about actually, I've got like just one topic actually for today. What I really want to talk about, okay. I'm glad that you're from America because you probably identify with this topic more than us in Europe. So, wait, there, let me put it up a second. So, wait, tell us a little bit about yourself. Actually, you, you're from Ohio, Ohio, you're from no, you're from Idaho, Idaho Ohio.
1: Ohio. The Buckeye State. Ohio.
0: The Buckeye State. Is that what they call it?
1: Yeah, we call ourselves the Buckeye. So we're the Ohio State um football team. That's that's like our main. We don't have an NFL team or a major um team in our city. So the Buckeyes. The college football team is like our national team. So we call us the Buckeye State.
0: Okay. (laughs) Buckeye that's funny.
1: This is gonna be a whole
0: new revelation for you. Yeah, I want to know. I want to know what's what's interesting to do in Ohio because I've been to America. Obviously, I've been there a few times. I've been to Albuquerque. Kyrgya. I've been to obviously the classic states, California, New York. Uh, but I want to know why would why would you suggest to me or try and get me to come to Ohio? What's so interesting?
1: Wow. You know what? What is interesting about Ohio, it is a family-oriented state. Mm-hmm. There is a lot of wineries, mm-hmm. a lot of bed and breakfast um inns, like for and there's a lot of different amusement parks. There's a lot of man-made beaches in Ohio. Mm-hmm. But one thing about Ohio is sits in the middle of the Midwest. So in our city, they have now built freeways in our city. So, um, they're already been here, but I'm mean, these, what I want to say is like two to three hours to get to the next state. So we're like, in really like in a central location. So yeah. I can say I can just get in my car and go three hours and I'm in, Detroit, I'm in Michigan. I can go two hours and you know, I'm in on the right, on the outskirts of PA. So okay. there's a lot of states that are out of line, Ohio. But for our state, we have a lot of events. We have a lot of community events um, in Mm -hmm. our state. Mm -hmm. Um, You have the Ohio State Fair. That is the biggest fair um, in the Midwest. We have the Ohio State football team. So anybody who watches college sports, they know about the Big Ten. They know about the Ohio State football team. Um, we, We love food. I mean, there's so many different cities. So We have the Buckeyes, which is a chocolate covered um, peanut butter in the middle and on the outside has like a chocolate cover, and they call it a Buckeye. Mm -hmm. That is like our signature candy. Um, We have the Blue Jackets. We have the Columbus Crew, which has done very well in the past in soccer. Okay. And so, again, it's just a great to work i mean you would love to come and visit the weather we have like those four seasons that a lot of states don't get to have okay so we have a fall and a spring and a winter so that's all about ohio
0: <laughs> and you're on um, one of the lakes and it is like erie or something
1: yes, yeah one so of the four great lakes correct
0: yeah so that's nice oh you said i've actually got a lot of family in toronto i didn't realize that Ohio's just below toronto what well, kind of mm-hmm.
1: Kind yes, course, it's a five-hour ride. Yes, I go to Toronto a lot in the summertime for the Carabana and we go up to the New York side of Canada yeah. and just be on the water and be and go to the uh, what they call it, Niagara Falls. Yeah, yeah. And so from, from Toronto from Ohio is about a seven-hour ride because mm-hmm. at one time you could travel without a passport, but now with everything has changed and now with COVID you're yeah. not able to cross over, but Three years ago, you could travel without a passport and go to Toronto about a seven hour ride and you'll be there.
0: Yeah, I remember driving across from Toronto all the way to New York actually, and it took like 15 <laughs> hours. It was a night trip, we went across the Niagara mm-hmm. Falls. And uh, but I only saw the Niagara Falls at night. No, actually, I did see it in the day because when we came back, or oh, maybe I was asleep, I don't remember it was so long ago, <laughs> but yeah, um, that's that's interesting actually. Ohio, oh, hi ho, you'll speak like six languages and I can't even say Ohio. <laughs>
1: Just Ohio, like Ohio, Ohio, Ohio. And that's what Ohio, like oh. And then Ohio has became like to talk about you when you just said about New York and all the culture. Um, Ohio's now has a lot of cultural diversity because I've been mm-hmm. here since I was eight. And mm-hmm. now there's Nepali. We have a huge Somali comp uh um population. Uh, mm-hmm. we have a Turkish population, so we have a huge, I mean, it's diverse. It's starting to be more cultured where many people come here because the house, the cost of living is decent and cheap and you can live very great and get a good job or a lot of entrepreneurs come here and live and build mm-hmm. their business. So um, a lot of the major companies are here, Facebook, Google, Amazon. So oh, really? it's like, uh, yes. We are okay. like a test state, so we're like a testing state. <laughs> so when new products come out, they come to Ohio okay. and test their products.
0: So yes, okay. So the starting hall, come
1: on, come and visit. I'm come gonna, I'm and gonna,
0: visit. I'll try my best. I got so much. Actually, I don't have that many places on my list because I've been to so many places. But there's a couple of places in America I still need to go. Like I haven't been to Florida, Miami. Okay. I don't know why I would want to go there, but I haven't been there yet.
1: Ooh, now you got to go. Now that's a place that you would go. You will revisit revisit it's oh my god it's beautiful in florida in okay. miami especially if you love the the nightlife and the food and the ethnicity and the yeah. cultures oh my god yes then you would love miami we've got
0: them. like crocodiles and stuff down there alligators yes they do i don't crocodiles know about that
1: <laughs> a lot of insects
0: yeah i don't know i think I'm gonna pass but right that now one.
1: they're in a the hurricane season so like us in the Midwest, we don't travel to Florida because it's hurricane season. So they've been getting hit a lot with the hurricanes. So
0: okay, and like like flying alligators and stuff because the tornadoes and stuff. Hurricanes. Yeah. <laughs> <All games. laughs>
1: like sharks. You talk about like uh, <laughs> like Shark Week?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, I think I'm gonna now. Nah, I'm gonna go to. I think uh, Hawaii, um, Miami. I think I'll I'll go to, um. And there's and I want to go to like for example New Orleans and and Chicago. I think these places are must visit places. Now, so
1: you hit me on you. Those are two must. Those three, you need to go to Chicago, and that would be for the food. You have to go on the pier, especially if you love the water. Yeah. The pier, and that's where I travel to. As my sports company, we go to Chicago every year for the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. It's wonderful, great hot dogs, popcorn, chocolate, and pizza. You have to get the Chicago stuff. Town. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, okay. And then um, you said New Orleans. Yes. New Orleans, yeah, for quarter. jazz. Uh, yeah. The Jazz Fest. That is another week. Or even just go when it's not jazz. You want to go with the locals. You don't want to go when it's um, like an event's going on. You want to go to these places when there's nothing. Thing going on like you want to be with the locals that's what I do I don't travel when there's the event I travel when it's nothing going on I want to just emerge myself into the locals and you can see all the art and the ethnicity and the food yeah. you don't worry about all the crowds and the things you'll get those regular prices versus getting the event prices yeah, yeah so exactly more, so. and that's the Mississippi River because I'm from uh, Mississippi so we travel to New Orleans a lot that's where my family's from my family's from so mm-hmm. you know I've been able to travel a few being a military brat and some things over the years of growing up but yeah you hit those three places that you have to go Like bucket list that you Great. have to go
0: didn't you never obviously you're an American a lot of Americans obviously reside in Germany did you never ever come to Germany for a bit while you're in the military
1: oh no, I've never been to Germany Germany my aunt has been but I have not and I think for me, with international travel, I've always—I am an African American woman, Mm -hmm. so at one time I wore an afro, and I just—I don't know. Everybody thought I was a bohemian, okay. So I just never travel. I've always heard great things because, again, the culture in Germany is so vast, it's so fast-paced. Like things that, and like the clothing, uh, when it comes to us, it's like almost like a year later. So you are all like fashion indebted, and you know, I just never travel, but. As I've gotten older, those are things that I want to do and get out and travel because now that I'm a teacher, it allows you to just even be more emerged and you're able to um, have a better understanding because I teach Somali children and they travel.
0: Yeah, they're travelers. Most African people are though. They like to move around a lot. Like you'll find in Europe, we have a huge African culture.
1: Yeah, have other cultures. Yeah, so it's great to teach my students at horizon because it allows me to understand like like you said germany and places that i've never been and they always can they share those culture experiences with me
0: yeah that's awesome anyway um so yeah so we quickly move on to what's the covid situation we spoke a little bit offline the covid situation you guys you've not really been in lockdown i know this guy um i don't know if you're a fan of his i won't offend him because obviously i don't know if you support him or not i'm pretty sure you don't but just in case you do um uh, but mr trump <laughs> he's um actually we got um, pudding um joining us now finally one of the main crew uh which you can just jump in uh, so yeah you've oh, got no. the, you got uh, mr um trump what's it what's the situation like in ohio ohio Uh, As opposed to like COVID and how the situation's been handled and stuff like this, you guys gotta wear masks, I assume, because we in Europe we have to wear wear masks when we go out in public. Not in public, but when we go into like supermarkets, public place, for example.
1: Um, With COVID, when if again, from um, President Obama leaving office to. Forty-five coming into office.
0: <laughs> Forty-five, like down, that. <laughs> yeah,
1: it was downplayed a lot because again, I was traveling with my media company and we didn't really hear anything about COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my administrators, he was working in Wuhan at the time, so mm-hmm. when he came to start working for us, he—that's the first time I heard about COVID. did like you know coronavirus. We didn't know anything about it, mm-hmm. and then. Maybe say the first part of March, I went to Indianapolis and we did the Big Ten. That's when I started to see like more of the wiping down, the hand sanitizer, just more of some different things that uh, precautions that were in state. They yeah. started to talk about all the news, but it didn't really come full blown until March. Okay. And even then it was still downplayed. So I think the mid, middle of March to the end of March, that's when Ohio, we end up going on lockdown. And uh-huh. lockdown in Ohio, we weren't able to go outside. Okay. We were not able to unless we were essential workers. So for me, I was considered an essential worker because mm-hmm. I was working for Amazon. Okay. So, I was a truck driver for Amazon. So, I drove around Columbus and their um, surrounding cities, and I would drop off packages for Amazon. Mm -hmm. And it gave me a great understanding of what COVID was about because it was only for the city. Because when you went into the rural areas, Mm -hmm. they were still living like normalcy. No no no. masks. They were really, um, Ohio, they were going to the courthouse and they were asking for judgments against the court for making, well, against the governor and the mayor for making. Uh, um, laws that we had to wear a mask so it was really an uprising and -hmm. then in the middle of that George Floyd died and so when George Floyd died then the protests happened so we had COVID plus protesting in Ohio so it was something that we had never seen before in our life Um, a lot of our um, people you know a lot of our citizens in Ohio were not used to not being able to go where they wanted to go because we were literally on lockdown like no restaurants like no food like Mm -hmm. unless you were going to the store you had to be in your house and that went on for a month and a half and Mm then that is time it's like june they started to open up businesses a little bit where you could only eat out like Mm -hmm. only outdoor businesses but for the most part is we are still wearing masks here in ohio Mm -hmm. um, the school has been affected like it was something that has never happened in history in education where students literally lost um, three to four months of education tools yeah. because we never had, you know what I'm saying? From, from the international world to the United States, most states had never had to be virtual, like teach yeah. virtually. Mm-hmm. You know, we had online for colleges, but never on the educational platform yeah. that it, it it was unprecedented. And so our teachers are still reeling from that. Our parents are, you know, you couldn't work. A lot Mm -hmm. of parents have lost jobs and houses and cars because of COVID. And now we are going into October and there's no help here. You know, there's that COVID help is not there. So people are trying to piece back together, but now they became this teacher because Mm -hmm. their children here in Ohio, most school districts are not going back to school until October 15th.
0: Okay. Oh, so you guys are still out there? Does everyone still at home at the moment?
1: Yes. Yes. Oh yes. wow. A lot okay. of our, yes. in Ohio, mostly even across the nation. Um, October the fifteenth has pretty much been like the date because our when you are talking about a school, it's mm. about one hundred and eighty school days. Yeah. So the first grading period is about nine weeks break, give or take. So yeah. October the fifteenth is the most. Um, we are either hybrid or you're all virtual. The biggest school district in Ohio, or in Columbus, where I live, is still virtual until October the 15th. Okay. But we have schools such as charter schools um, or community schools, which is what a school that I work at, we have a little bit more flexibility. Mm-hmm. So we are hybrid. So that means we go to school a part of the week and then the other half of the week we are at home teaching virtually online. Okay. So the kids have had a lot. So have to, you know, work with and and embrace mm-hmm. and even teachers and parents, because parents, a lot of parents are still not back to work. Okay, it depends on what, you know, or if they are at work, they're at home working from home. So yeah. we're still 10 o'clock, no clubs, no food places are open after 10 o'clock. Everything shuts down. No liquor after 10 o'clock. So by 11, everyone is home. Still in in Columbus, Ohio.
0: Okay, so it's like a curfew. But every state, I believe, yes. is handling handling it individually, isn't it, in America? Um, so I had a guy from Boston, he was on, he said that we've handled it straight away. We was like one of the first states to go, go into lockdown and everything's running kosher here. Um,
1: you were. We And that's what, you know, our media outlets there's only about seven of them in the world and in our nation um Mm. germany was one of the major um countries that were able to kind of get a handle on COVID Mm. when our when 45 literally was downplaying it (laughs) to where a lot of people you know really caught it last year it mm. really was here last year, but no yeah. one knew what it was. Everyone was saying, "Oh, it's an upper respiratory infection." So, I think a lot of people—that was why—where people were not believing it because our government was downplaying it so much, so that when it did become full-blown, it mm. was a shock because no one really understood what it was, how to become, because they were still traveling. They were still international traveling. Like where Germany cut it off, they were still traveling to other countries. So, right. Now we're trying to do this uphill battle of you know pertaining and I think with our city and our governors, they have kind of like deviated from some of the things that the national government or forty five have done yeah. because they had to make sure that our state was ravishing yeah you know,
0: sure sure, yeah, so so by the time like by the time October fifteenth come round, and then you got like obviously the winter coming in. I mean, then the flu season comes in like literally a month you're going to have before the flu season. And you guys start opening everything back up Then you have to close everything back down again. Cause everyone's going to say, Oh, this is COVID the second wave. I assume. So it could be that you guys are like sitting in your house till next spring. Yeah. Not Cause in here
1: year. we are able, like for us in the, in the U S we are just now getting back sports. So the sports are like, we have NFL is, is like on a, um, shortened season Mm -hmm. um like our Buckeyes as we call them the Cal State Buckeyes their season doesn't start until October so they get the second half of the season so that's about four or five games and we're just excited to have sports so you know we have some um NBA that's playing in the bubble as you probably see um in Germany and so again the precautions are there but a lot of them are just trying to have some type of normalcy Mm-hmm. And that's what we're saying, you know, for me as a teacher, if I can get my students at least through the first grading period and get them that foundation and those core um, skills in, and we have to go home, at least they know, you know what I'm saying? They've had that normacy. They know what, how to work independently. And we do a lot here in our school mm-hmm. that's virtually online. So they have that practice. So by the time, if we do flip and go back home, you know, they will be very well knowledgeable of how to do both. And that was the thing when we went home in March, our kiddos were so used to being on the computers because we were fortunate to have computers at our school Mm -hmm. that it wasn't, you know, it wasn't hard for our kids to get used to being on it versus other school districts who didn't have that luxury, like our major public schools districts. So it kind of is a difference depends on who you talk to and what, you know, especially as a teacher. So I've just been fortunate to... Be at work at a school that's really take those precautions and we're able to make sure that we were successful even when we were at home.
0: Okay, cool. I just want to quickly welcome Pudding. Hi, can you hear me?
2: Hello, hello,
0: hello. Sorry for the delay. Had an emergency call. No (laughs) problem. Is Medea going to
2: join
0: us or is Medea just. I am, I'm here. Can you hear me?
3: Oh, you made it. Okay, hi. Can you hear me? Okay. But you can hear me. Yeah,
0: okay. (laughs) I mean yeah,
3: Hi. Yeah, all
0: right. We got um, Tanya Kelly. Um she's um someone I'm hoping to get on more often, but in on the Monday I'm um, sorry, on the Tuesday podcast, Black ops lips Hi
1: t-
3: Tanya. T- unless she wants to go on you. this one how more. I how are you? I'm fine, <laughs> how are you?
1: I'm doing fine. I am all the way from Ohio in the United States. So this is awesome to be able to be on this podcast and meet and yeah. to talk to you all. I listen to all these different podcasts. So to actually to be able to be a guest, it's been an honor. And I'm blessed. And just, you know, be able to share my experiences and learn from you all also. And what you are all doing in Germany.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> right, you going international?
3: <laughs> actually, Tonya, Tonya, we're in the UK. <laughs>
1: You're in the UK,
2: so
0: that's in the yeah. <laughs> um, Anyway, what I wanted to ask you guys today is um, this is, like I said, this is a good good topic, and it's good that Tanya's on. Please, us,
3: please, 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 I'll sell you. Can I ask Tanya one question, please? Oh, yeah, go please. on then.
0: I'm going to find a question.
3: Tanya, yeah. my dear, has the government in the United States offered cash incentives for neighbors? to
1: tell if you're breaking the COVID rules no Um, the only a we have been offered here is $1,200 that was the first stimulus check and that was back in April Um, they are still working through the kinks and all of that with 45 and The government on if they are going to release another stimulus for the United States, but what the states have done. So I live in Ohio. So our government have actually provided like job family service benefits like food stamps to Parents or families who have children who are low income, they like stretch the income. So if you had a certain amount of median of money, then you would get the maximum benefits. So they have been doing that for the last couple months. For students who were in school and they received free and reduced lunch, they received a food stamp card, but not cash assistance. So um, a lot of our families are still hurting. A lot of our families are essential workers in Columbus. We have a vast Somali African population here. So um, we're just still working through a lot because money is not not on the table. We've had unemployment where they were able to get $600 extra on top of whatever they were receiving for that weekly allowance mm-hmm. but not a stimulus like other countries have like i know canada receives like 500 or 800 a month on top of whatever benefits they're getting we have not been successful in, in receiving that information you know that incentive at all
0: why is that why does why do um why does the government not like help its people out as they should because is an agenda yeah, but do you think, yeah, do you think? It's a, it's an do you think agenda? Do you think they do it? Like, obviously, this this COVID situation affects like the Black populace more than anybody else. I would I would assume we're gonna struggle the most. So do you think it's because they're like, okay, we can hurt the Black people more, so we're gonna offer them a little bit less? Do you think yes, that's the agenda. Yes,
1: yeah. yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. And then I think too. Also, this is just my personal experience, my personal opinion uh, about African Americans being the most having it I don't think I think that was a part of agenda also because of of having that because we come out to vote Ohio is a swing state Ohio is one of the states that kind of tells who's going to be in the office so for the last I would say 12 years Ohio has been the deciding factor of who comes in office who is voted into office. So the last eight, it was President Obama. And then when we did not come out to vote four years ago, then 45 came. So I think with what we're dealing with right now, there's an uprising with the protesting that are happening with us being killed at alarming rates and um, things that are changing us as African-American people having a voice Mm -hmm. more than our ancestors and having a place in society. um, (laughs) Rules are changing. Women are now creating especially in ohio they're creating a voice that was never heard of mm-hmm. um never talked about so with those being said you know with COVID, it allowed us to be on a level playing field so if you entice fear then those are things that most older people are still afraid of but i think it's because we were testing at a higher rate not so much that we were getting COVID. I think because we were testing at a higher rate because mm-hmm. we were essential. We are essential workers. We work in warehouses. We work in the hospitals. We work in, you know, custodial positions. We work where we have to go to work every day. Mm-hmm. So if I get tested, we work in the nursing homes. You know, we are essential workers across the United States. Yeah. You know, so those factors come into play of not saying that we have COVID. It's just that we're testing higher at a higher rate. Okay, and so they could be fixing the numbers too. Yeah, and they yes. can. And, you know, a lot of it's because if you in COVID, from what we've heard from other outlets and sources, they said that, you know, federal governments and hospitals get all this money it the more people test or the more people that are COVID. Oh, that's so okay. I think with us as an African American, because I'm I'm an African American woman, I think it's because we're testing higher, because we want to make sure because we are essential workers. We take mm-hmm. care of, you know, older people our parents we work in these jobs that are not really that have those um extremities ready for us you know what i'm saying if we don't work we don't get paid type yeah. jobs yeah and so with that being said especially in ohio and in columbus you know a lot of our populations are really testing high in different zip codes because of that because they are working every day amongst COVID and going home to family members so All that's right. just my personal experience and my personal you know, take on this whole COVID, and you no. know, we got 55 days left before we, you know, vote some leadership in.
0: Yeah, well, let's hope. hope. But then again, I don't know if your options are that good, to be fair. I wish you would just get somebody else. I wish there's so many other parties. I just don't understand. Anyway, what I want to ask, anyway, before going to political discussion, um, everyone can have the chance to, to talk and decide what they think. I ask a question Are black people really the architects of their? own downfall or are we the victims because there's a lot of people online if you look online there's a lot of people who seem to be especially black people are going against black people saying yeah it's our own fault while we're in this mess it's our own fault we don't get up and go and get jobs and we don't get up and do stuff and we don't sit down at school and do stuff is that really us or is it the system made that way to um to encourage us to be that way do you know what i mean
3: let me answer first okay <laughs> <laughs> Midea is speaking in the house. Okay, I personally, this is just my opinion. I believe we've bought it on ourselves. Mm -hmm. I actually do believe it. We're we're victims of our own ignorance, our own not uniting together. Mm. That is why, because listen, we all have a choice, we've all got brains. If we are choosing to buy into what the white man has put in front of you. We have chosen to be brainwashed because at some point, something should have clicked in your brain and said, you know what? This isn't right, but we are choosing to ignore the fact that it's not right and we are going along that path. This is why we've, we've never prospered and I don't see it in our lifetime that we're gonna prosper. We are too ignorant and too negative. I, for the life of me, will never ever understand the, the, the story that's been going on for generations, 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 how Africa allowed white man to come in there and sell them the Bible and bring them into slavery. How dumb were we? Think about it. Are we really that dumb that we allowed the, another race to come in? Remember, we've never seen these other races before. We've allowed them to come into our country and and fool us into they say the Bible, but I find that a bit suspicious myself. There, there must have been something else that convinced them to sell their own into slavery. That part I'll never, ever understand. Because all you've got to look at is, if look at the young people today. We can use that as a good example. If the white man tried to bully the young black people to do something today, they would rebel. So mm. you're telling me nobody would nobody rebel back how over 100 years ago nobody really rebelled you're telling me that only the white man could have created the the, the guns and the the bombs China. you're telling me no people was intelligent enough to to have created these things it was all this is why i find it a bit suspicious there's something that doesn't add up with me i don't something that just doesn't add up Maybe it was,
0: you know you know I'll, i'm just quickly going to jump in there's a there's a tribe called the sentinel tribe um on the Sen- sentinel islands the <laughs> leeson tribe and they're like a, a tribe of black people obviously left africa and have set up there they've been there for many years they live they sit they live in the indian ocean it's an island and if any like there's people been trying to get there for years to find out what's going on but these guys with spears bow and arrow have managed to like nullify all um, attempts to come onto the island and when anyone exactly. gets, yeah when anyone successfully makes onto the island they uh, they kill him basically <laughs> they vanquish him immediately so the guy will be killed and then they'll pull him on a stick and show the guys if you come on this island this is what's going to happen to you so I don't know why that would happen in Africa my theory hold is hold
2: on wait is that happening now 2020
0: if you try and go to about the, the Indian the Indian um India has put a sanction on it now and said look these guys I want to be left alone. They're doing all right alone, so it's forbidden to go and try and get on that island now. So this is uh, this is something that's sitting in place now. So no one's allowed to go to that island. They have um, <laughs> patrol that goes oh, around wow. the island. Um, Navy patrol that uh, secures the perimeter of the island and don't go within three uh, miles of it. So um, that that's actually yeah, a true story. And they're called okay. the Samburu tribe. You should you should have a look, man. It's very interesting. I'm reading a great African history book at the moment. Anyway, um, pudding, you want to tell tell what you think to the question?
2: I actually feel like I'm not uh, adequately adequately informed on this. Uh, I feel like I've got plenty more years to come and I do believe that uh, there will be some changes, whether it's for the better or for the worse, when it comes to um, our culture. But I'd have to say that when it comes to what Mm -hmm. Madea was saying, I do agree. I always think to myself that you know we're we're very i think we are the pop culture when you think about it essentially like people want to dress like us they want to have hair like us they want to have our skin tone like we oh, are, are we are that, we that allowing,
0: are we da- are we uh, are we architect- are we like allowing our own downfall to take place because we're allowing yes. them to steal our ideas
2: yeah so, so i think I'm like really we should be the face of it if we, you can have it too but Mm-hmm. I'm gonna represent what I have. I was born with this. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I'm gonna roll with it, put me at the forefront, I'm the face for it. So that's that's my issue all along with just stuff like that. Like, yeah, you can have the tan like me, but I'm owning it, it's natural. I'm born with it. You know, my parents gave it me.
3: But what I don't get is where the self-hate came in. Yeah. We can keep using that's- we can keep using the slavery thing until thy kingdom come, but slavery ended years ago. So why is no one intelligent to to say, you know what? We shouldn't be self-hating. We should accept who we are. We should love who we are. Because Seriously? of every other race loves who they are. It doesn't matter whether they want to copy us, they still love who they are. See, the They're still is- more human So where is this self-hatred coming in that we're putting down ourselves and up, upgrading the other races. Why, is, why are we like that? I'll mm-hmm. never understand
1: that.
0: Okay, I want to hear Tanya Kelly's um point of view on things. What do you think?
1: Um, I think it's a little mixture of both.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I've been to other countries where our culture as African-American, first of all, um, they are just now really talking about our culture. I think as we get older, we've learned more because mm. you know as you grow especially for my experiences when I was growing up you just hear those folk tales and stories because my mother then were sharecroppers they mm. were slaves so um to be able to understand everybody doesn't have those same type of um experiences history. yeah yeah and history and since my mother was a sharecropper we kind of got more of what happened to us and, you know, time. how did we came to this country and what happened when we got here and at the end in ohio was a state that was actually um for the underground railroad it was the state in between from down south to the neighboring state from mm-hmm. kentucky which was a slave state to ohio if you could cross the ohio river then you were home free and then you would leave and go to new york and canada so just knowing some of that history and as that history has evolved just from music because i'm 50 years old i think it's a little bit of both i think we don't value who we are Mm -hmm. we don't value our culture we don't value our self so um as we get in with me becoming a teacher it has allowed me to kind of have a better understanding of how do i teach my culture things that are very you know that might be as they call it, uprising but we need to know like music has changed drastically just like they said you know I said trap music is now like a trap for mm-hmm. our younger children it's a trap yeah. for our culture vultures as we call these people who just take our culture they don't want to be who we are they just want to make the money so yeah. we kind of getting away with who we yeah. are and, and then you know with the black on black crime and you know everybody said well black lives matter but you shoot each other that does not change the fact that we're still past you're still dying at alarming rates by the hands of systematic racism and jail yeah. and police mm-hmm. brutality so it's like almost like a 50-50, but my question I've always asked is, where do we go? It's 2020. It's like sure. this uprising has happened with COVID, and now the protesting that is happening in our world, it was never. It was what you saw on TV in other countries, mm-hmm. and to now see it on our soil, to me, is great because now we're starting to understand like what our value is. <laughs> we're going back to you know, the 60s and the uprising and having a voice. But so how do we use that voice now? Like, you know, it's stronger than ever before. Mm. We got work to do. I'm not going to say we don't, but it's better to have that voice and not, and to understand better. Like, okay, this is what we do better. We start with making our government more accountable, making people that we buy from more accountable. Yeah. And they, we purchase the buying power. We have power. So how do we leverage that power? Mm. So, by, by
3: loving
1: ourselves and uniting, yeah. that's the old, it's a simple
3: matter. answer, but it's hard to do. It is, it is hard to do because, yeah.
0: yeah, is it going to be possible for us to really set up an economy for us? Do you know what I mean? And that's what I because I suggested, what about why we need to open a bank? How are we going to open a bank? You know, we could probably ask Jay Z, look, Jay Z, we need money, man. Can you open a bank for us? But he's probably too far gone to be like, nah, you now I open a bank for you guys. Do you know what I mean
3: those people have sold themselves uh, souls to the devil you you, you can't oh, expect right. them to do any better
1: <laughs> and that's what we say and it starts from my, we call myself I'm a community activist I call myself a grassroots it starts with us yeah. making yeah. those opportunities making those changes you said be united to, to, to take risk that we never took before I think 2020 is all about a risk like yeah. what risk are you willing to take to better yourself in the next 5 to 10 years and again we have the buy, the buying power but how do we leverage that buying power for everyone to have a place and to make our own. So,
0: patience,
1: in Our country, it changed a lot. It changed well, what we look at, what we buy, how we buy, who we buy from. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, I hey, think can that. I ask you,
3: Tanya, do you believe that the United States? Has a lot of influence
1: over the rest of the world. Sure, sure, well, sure. I think, at, yeah. especially with me being fifty, I think the first twenty years, I think it did. <laughs> but I think now, um, we're not. To me, this is my experience. We're not like in that category because United States is now more culture culture diverse. Mm. You know, not just by color, but by race of who we are like a woman has now have a place especially in our country are now more in politics um you know we're always going to have that influence because that's just who we are in the United States but people are now traveling more than ever. Like in the mm-hmm. last 10 years, I think African Americans now travel. We see more now, you know, like myself. I was just saying off the air, I've seen more than in my lifetime and I've saw in 50 years because I now have the, the, you know, the capability. I have the knowledge. I have the funds. I have that, you know, money and fortitude yeah. to, to go see places that I probably never would see in my life because that wasn't taught to us. So mm-hmm. I think we now have that pleasure of going to see other countries like Germany and Africa and things that we will always see in the news, which just all oh, these black people are poor and they're living in these yeah. houses, and then you go over there, and then I think social media has changed, too, yeah. because social media opened up a whole nother world that we saw that what, you know what I'm saying, if I would have never met you, I'd be like, oh, Germany is this, you know, like the military's walking down the street all day long, and yeah. then you go there and you see your friends' pictures, and you're like, oh, my God. Like, that's <laughs> nothing what I've said. You know, that's nothing what I've ever experienced or what was told to me. So Mm. the United States to me is now almost to a certain way of catching up, especially with COVID, because, you know, you were used to being virtual, used to students being taught in a virtual aspect Mm. where we were like behind. So I think in some places, you know, we're still, you know, the biggest country, but then there's a lot of places that we're now falling because of the growth. Yeah. that we didn't have, we didn't share, it because it was always one-sided. I, actually I always agree with that. was better, because when I go overseas, I'm like, or going to, like, Bahamas and places I've been, it's like, oh, my God, everybody's, like, on a level playing field. Like, yeah. you know, everybody working together versus when you do here, it's one race here, and everybody else is just trying to catch up, trying to swim yeah. above water.
0: Yeah, I think I agree with that. Something important, what you said there, is that America's trying to catch up. I think America, even though it, they'd like to believe that they're still the number one country and with the best in the world, I think if you look at all the other countries now, like Germany, for example, every G- American person I know who's come to Germany will be like, I'll never go back to America. They love Germany, believe me, man. And I'm like, I'm looking at them like, you stupid, man. But because I'm from England, so I know what it's like, it can get better, you know? But like Germany, like for most Americans, Germany's like kingdom, you know? And I think especially in america i think they have a big problem with this health system that they don't have i don't know what's wrong with that you know this a medic i think it's called medicare under obama and then Trump, uh, 45 he came and dismantled it or tried to or whatever um i don't understand why you guys don't have that i'm like why don't you have it you know it works for everybody you know so this is probably down to because it's only
1: like like even put it said it's one-sided a lot of things are one-sided but i think things are changing because Mm -hmm. again we have a voice you know we want a difference for us and Mm -hmm. that goes back to your first question of like why do african-americans are we willing to make that change you know i said or is it the same and i think you know, in some aspects we're changing, but we still have a lot to grow, a lot to grow, a lot to learn because of what was embedded in our brain, what was embedded in us as a culture mm-hmm. that we were, you know, and what we saw as we have growing up. And now that we're older, it's like, wow, okay, this mm-hmm. is nothing what I've seen, what I've heard of, what I saw in a textbook, you know.
0: Yeah, no, that's true. I want to um, address that, medias, that with the slave thing, what you said. Actually, yeah. I don't know if I agree. I don't even know. I think that the, the history that we've been taught might have been a lie. This whole slavery thing might be a like a grand scam. I, I believe I've that too.
2: Can I say something though to that, Asalia? I've What's always that? thought the same thing, and then me when, too. When I brought that up and very vocal about it in school, they'd always give me detention all the time. They even called mum in to school. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. I think that's a, a grand scam, and I think um, there's something they're not telling us. Because like slav- slavery, slavery obviously existed in a lot of countries, um, not just uh, Africa to America, for example. Like Britain started slavery; actually, it was Britain who started it. Then the Americans took it over, and then they were fighting Britain. Britain then abolished it, but the Americans were like, "No, we should keep it." You know, obviously the Southern states. But a lot, obviously, a lot of like Belgium, Holland, um, France, Spain, had a lot to do with slavery. But but they were getting the slaves. I think they were getting the slaves from Africa, man. I think they were buying. I believe human trafficking existed back then. I think that's what slavery was. Of
3: course, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And if you look at the people who've got old money, I said this on um, Tuesday. If you look at the people who got old money, they were the guys who were probably come a family, a history of slavery, ownership, slave ownership, because you could sell the slaves on yeah. the That's what it was. They were your workers. You know, like today, we, we're still slaves because we have a boss who, who tells us what we can do. The only thing is he can't whip us. I think that's the same thing. And I'm thinking, I don't know if they were kidnapped or like that. I don't know. But I have a feeling there's a huge, you know, there's a mystery. There's, there's
3: a, a huge deception going on. Yeah, it definitely. It really is. Because I remember when everyone was up in arms when, is it Kanye West, he voiced his opinion. I actually agreed with him.
0: Yeah, then again, then again, that doesn't because I know Tanya said a uh, uh, grandma or grand family were f- descendants of slaves. Like, they have a completely different history from us. I'm aware that America have a different like like English people we were what like, Jamaicans and then we came to England. We was invited over here. So the people who in Jamaica they were probably descendants of slaves. But We don't know that they're like the Americans. We
3: don't really know to be honest because yeah. that's. His story, not mm. our story, that's his story. That's the story that the white man has put there, and we've had to believe it because we've we weren't, um, what's the word I'm looking for? We weren't digging enough to find out, yeah, because that's where history, history started,
0: it? Anyway. You look at it, that's yeah. our history, our history began our with history slavery, slavery. We were nothing else nothing before else slavery. slavery, apparently.
2: Yeah, that's Actually. what I found so weird myself. I'm like, hold on, yeah. what i told is slavery, like, what's going on? I know there's more to it. And when you question it like no 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 just slavery I'm like, but what happened before that because i know we ex- ex- existed before we you know yeah. the chains exactly. like, oh no 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 but the slave and i'm thinking why does my question never get answered
0: because they don't know that's the truth yeah they don't, they don't know they don't know and they don't want to you know a lot of europeans they don't they don't it's not interesting for them it's not their history they're they not
3: interested yeah. to invest and find out the no.
0: real they don't want to bring us want to raise us you know they want to make sure we know where pl- our place you guys were slaves and that's it especially when we was younger when we was younger that was the, the narrative now i guess it would be different but back then it was like you guys mm-hmm. are slaves know your place don't say anything yeah you'll be all right you know that's that's how it was i'm pretty sure tanya doesn't teach her kids that at all
1: no I mean, I love becoming, a, being a teacher because it allows you to, you know, learn. Like again, I we said up the air. My children that I teach are Somali, so this is my second year teaching Somali African American children and mm-hmm. Somali children, like, hundred percent Somali, and I've learned so much because they travel, like their families travel, just yeah. how they come, to the states, and how they come here, and. What they want to know and learn when they're here, and what their purpose is when they come to the United States, and then when I when they go home for Christmas, and just different things in every and different countries they have traveled as young people, as I call them, like these are seven to eight year old children who have traveled to Germany and Turkey and Dubai and New Zealand. This mm-hmm. is where their family are living, and so just be able to create a a diverse classroom. A 21st century learner that I'm learning from them. Like I keep telling anybody I talk to, I've learned so much from them because they have a voice. They know, like they know who they are. Mm-hmm. Versus when I talk about my lineage, I'm sometimes don't know, like you know, like because we were slaves in share carpet, like where we come from. Whereas mm-hmm. African people, they know they have a different. Lineage. Yeah. No, oh, they know their lineage. They know where they come from. They know who their great 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 grandmother was. They know how they came here. So some of those things I've learned, like wow, like talking to parents and just being immersed in their community and learning that they really know, no mm-hmm. matter what society say, like what I say, like no matter what society says, they know a mm-hmm. lot more than what we know.
0: Yeah. So sure.
1: it comes about who they are. So.
0: It's so,
3: so in all fairness, do you really believe that all black people come from Africa? Do we really believe that it's only Africa well, that black people came
1: from? Nope. well, sh- well no. Know, no. Well,
0: yeah, that's it. I was going to say because I think what happened was I'm reading the book on this at the moment, so figure I I'd have a say about it. um Obviously, the black people who were started uh, were born in Africa. They traveled around and it got. It was easy to get to different places, and they were smarter. You know, they knew how to boat and ship and sail across the world. That's why they're in the Adamant Islands. That's why they're in Polynesian. You know, in Australia. That's why they're in like India and South America, North America too. They're, they're everywhere. They're in Europe as well. You know, so like I think half of the half the people I would say that were Native Americans were probably African or at least African-looking people too. I think they took them as slaves they didn't probably kill all of them. They're like, okay, look. We we'll take half of them as slaves. You work for us now. You know what I mean. I'm pretty sure something like that must have happened. I don't know, just guessing, but that's what I feel like.
3: I find that a bit suspicious as well. You don't think so? I, no, I, no. I'm, this is just my opinion. It's, you know, it's just an opinion. I don't really believe all black people originated from Africa. I don't believe. Well, they started off
0: from Africa at least, and then they yeah, moved around. No,
3: no, no. Yeah, I I don't believe they all originated from Africa, full stop, because you're just saying that only Africa was black people. So the rest yeah, but, of the world was yeah, but, every no, other race.
0: No, but the thing is, is it, I'm not,
3: just yeah. Go on.
0: Remember, you gotta look. You gotta go back to the Neanderthals and stuff like these guys. You know the the mm-hmm. man and stuff. You have to go really far back to find out how the genetic you know mixing happened, how people the new races were formed. But the the first race but you've got to
3: remember. You've got to remember a lot of just like just like the Bible has been tarnished and recreated and, and tampered with is the same way our history has been tampered with. And we've been led to believe only this happened or only that's happened. So we will never really know the the truth. That's why I find it. I do find it suspicious because it's the white man who's told me this is where I've originated from. It's just, no, that's not
0: true. No, that's not true. (laughs) That's not true.
3: Remember, we're all slaves. Remember, we're all No, but, I mean, no, but, now. but, but like, why
0: would, why would it, this, look? The, the European doesn't get any benefit from telling us that we were the first people. You know, he would have to do study, archaeological studies and stuff to find, yeah, out, yeah. find all these fossils, and then they'll be like, oh, uh, uh, fossils are older, to, and this is got a, a similarity
3: Sorry, old Stelio. The part where they're saying we were the original people on this world, I, I'm not, that's not up for debate with me because I don't really know that. I'm just saying that I find it a bit suspicious that all. Black people originated from Africa. I find that a bit sus. No,
0: I don't think all I of really
3: them. What happened yeah.
0: was, it was probably one tribe. And then like like with lions, for example, the tribe decide, okay, I want to leave and start a new tribe. And that's all it did. They just kept moving around. So well, why couldn't like, they have been... Why couldn't... Uh, think about it. Why couldn't black people have been originally in England,
3: for instance? Why does it wow. have to be Africa? I think you got to Aborigines, Aborigines was originally in Australia.
0: Well, they're Africans they
3: too but they but that's no
0: hang on you said they're african so why are they called aborigines because they have different names but they're still they're still african people what, they all started off in Africa and then they moved out i remember this they they adapt to their environment so you know the genetics change according to where yeah. they, that's why people are lighter where it's colder or there's less sun than where that when it's hotter you know what i mean if you stay in yeah. if, if, a, if a european family goes to the the, um, the equator and live on the equator for a bit longer. In a couple of generations, their, their skin will be a lot darker because mm-hmm. that's getting used to their environment. You know what I mean? They sent the, the early Irish people to Jamaica and they were all dying because they didn't have the protection, the skin protection. So then they sent the Afri- older, oh, the, well, the Africans there too and they were surviving. It was like, oh, how are they doing it? So what they learned was that to send the babies, the Irish babies or the European babies to Jamaica so they could adapt quickly to the sun. And only when it was already old and had no protection, they were dying. This is just normal, basically. Okay. So, anyway, well, at
3: least I'm, I've been educated today. Yeah, a little <laughs> bit.
0: I'm still learning, I'm learning too. I'm on this journey. <laughs> anyway, I think we're, we're we're done for today at least. Um, yeah. I
3: don't want yeah,
0: yeah. to keep Tanya anymore your time. But, uh, I don't know, Tanya, do, would you like to come on to the? I'm sure I'm going to invite you to the Monday, uh, the Tuesday podcast. So. Yes, I
1: would love to. I've learned a lot. It is just great to be able to share and, and learn from yeah. others you know yeah. others from the country so yes and listen oh this is a pleasure and an honor talking to UK and Germany so thank you for having me and I look forward to being a part of the conversation in the future alright
0: awesome that'd be great I'll send you a question on Facebook anyway okay
1: continue. and what we say when we leave we say always IO
0: is what we say always
1: IO <laughs>
0: I am. <laughs> <laughs> to Tanya.
3: Nice meeting
2: you everyone. Yes, nice you meeting too. you too, Tanya.
0: Bye. Bye. Anyone Bye. got any last messages?
2: I have one.
0: Okay.
2: I do have one. Um in regards to the conversation we had today with you, lovely Australia. Um, I'd like to just say bear in mind the history you get taught you know be open minded mm. um, I find that a lot of the time when it comes to history it's a lot of hearsay maybe and I'd, I like to call it the Chinese whisper effect Yes, mm. you know that's what I believe that's happening a lot when it comes to um, history mm-hmm. um, when it comes to certain topics just be open bear that in mind what I've just said let me keep oh, sure. jump
3: in there. I agree because we've since found out she was a black woman who actually wrote Shakespeare's Play." Shy, illiterate. She cool. was actually illiterate, and it was a black woman who wrote his play. But she was, he died destitute because they took all her stuff, and she got nothing for it. Yeah. Oh wow. I'll find the link and show, share it with you and let you see. All nice, right, definitely. You know, so there's another history we didn't know. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, Blowing yeah, like my mind, just like the KFC. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, guys. Then uh, good night. Keep listening to Family Feud <laughs> podcasts and Black Up lips and everything else. Yep. We'll see you guys K-10. next week. Soon,
2: yeah. yeah. Good night. Bye. Bye.
3: Now that we know our destiny, this chance for you and me. Acceptance is what it's all about. Taking the good times and the bad Whether we're happy or we're sad Together we will be It's a dream